3D printing is the perfect company for all, and all experience levels. This is Colin from Cannot Justify. You're rocking Attitude Era Live with Icon, Granny Hawkster, and Big Twin. Fargo3dprinting.com You're listening to 89.1 Ken's FM, KNMV, Holly Fargo-Moorhead. Independent public radio for Fargo-Moorhead and the Valley. Also on the web at www.kensfm.com. Guess what time it is? It's Attitude Era, Monday Live, Monday Time on 89.1 Ken's FM, and we are rocking every Monday night, same time, same channel, every Monday we are here. We're just waiting for the arrival of a couple of friends of mine. I believe Granny is already ready. Oh, yeah. Are you there, Granny? I'm here. All right, and uh, we're waiting for the anxious return of Matthias after being gone for several weeks doing his temporary assignments, so we'll talk to him when he arrives. But in the meantime, let's talk about what we got going on today. Of course, this is the eve of our seventh anniversary show, which is next week. We are proud of that. We have been doing this for seven years, and we continue to grow every single week, every single year, as we continue to entertain the masses and we appreciate everybody joining us for your support and all the stuff that you guys do to help us out. We do appreciate that. In the meantime, let's go ahead and talk really quickly about the great guests that we have tonight. And there is just a bevy of them, as you guys may have come to realize here on our show. First guest will be the Count. That's right, Count. Uh, Greg Gula, he's a horror film movie host, so we're going to talk to him. I can't wait for that one. Uh, he celebrates Halloween 365 days a year, so I can't wait to talk to him. We're going to talk to George Zavallis. He's a director. He's an actor. He's a big man in the Hollywood circle. We're going to talk to him. And we're going to talk to actress Unique Monique. She'll be calling us live from the U.K., I know it's early over there, but hopefully we can get everything hooked up and everything will work out great. In the meantime, Granny, how are you? Well, still recovering from a very hectic and busy schedule my few weeks off. And um, the good thing is my son got moved into his new apartment, him and his little dog. So they're settling in quite nicely. It's still going to be a big adjustment for him and his little dog, but I think they're going to be okay, you know. And um, I'm glad that it just things worked out the way that it did for them. So Now, is he going to be... Uh, long ways away from Granny, or is he going to be fairly close still? 
Uh, he's about an hour away. He actually lives <clears throat> at a place called Holiday Island, Arkansas. It's about 10 miles north of Eureka Springs. Um, as a matter of fact, when we first moved to Arkansas in 1988, long before Granny Holkster was ever thought of, um, my family and I actually lived at Holiday Island. It started off just kind of a retirement community for people, you know, who wanted to retire, but it has grown over the last many years. Um, it's no longer a retirement community. I mean, there's families that live there, and it just keeps growing and growing and growing. So it's kind of, I mean, he's close to the lake. He's close to Table Rock Lake, so... Um, when the weather's nice, they'll get to go fishing and do fun things like that. So he's going to be taken care of. I mean, he's still going to be kind of independent, but he's right next to the main facility where he goes for his meals. And if he were to need help, um, there's staff right there 24-7. So it'll it, it'll be good for him. Well, at least he'll be at least he'll be taken care of, and you know, an hour away is still a distance, but he'll still not be too far away that he can always see Granny, because I know how I feel when I was away from Granny for two weeks. I I had uh, I had trouble taking that. I fought through it. It was tough, but we made it through. And of course, we've been without Matthias for a couple weeks, so I I feel kind of lonely here. Although. Ken from Ken's FM has been filling in nicely in your guys' absence. And, of course, now Ken is missing in action tonight. So, <laughs> so I guess basically we'll, uh, we'll fight through this. Uh, Granny's here. Matthias will be here shortly, we hope. And we'll just wait for our first guest. There he is. He's here. All right, let's go ahead and uh, turn on the mic. I think this is his, right? Check, check, I'm here. All right, man. You know, I'll tell you what, we sure have missed you the last couple of weeks as well. It's been an interesting show without you, and it's been an interesting show without Granny. However, you know, like I was mentioning, you know, Ken from Ken's FM has been filling in with his insight on the musicians that we've had. And I don't know if you knew, were listening on your time off advice, but when we had Scott Hand on with us, I was granted another role in another movie. Yeah, it was. Uh, I was kind of keeping track while in my absence, and uh, yeah, I was gonna congratulate you in person on your new uh, your next movie role. But you, you did hear the other good news, right? Oh yeah, yeah. He wants me to bring you with me. Absolutely. So yeah, now we got another uh, movie to be working on. And the way I understand it, they're gonna start filming sometime in the fall. They were gonna film in the spring, but they've had an issue with snow, just like us. Of course. And he doesn't want to film in the snow. So, And also, Big Swing will be getting a spot in the film. So I, I, I don't know if you heard what he said when, he, when I was granted the part. Did you catch what he said? I did not, know. He said, yes, I'll give you a part in the role uh, for, with the exception of two things. One, you stop asking me. Well, if I got a part in the movie, I'm not going to ask you anymore. And two, you have to bring Matthias and the big swing along to babysit you, so you don't, uh, so you don't um, harass the cast. So, alrighty, I can do that. <laughs> so you and I will get to. Uh, well, you and I will be filming here when we start that. I guess that's going to start in the fall too. 
Yeah. So we'll be uh, we'll be movie stars this fall. So that'll be fun. Absolutely, it's gonna be it's gonna be quite an adventure uh, to be doing these new ones. Now tell me, have you you've been wrestling the last couple of weeks, so we haven't uh, talked to you. What's new with you? We got a few minutes before our guest calls in. So what's going on with you? Well, uh, the past few weeks have been uh, mentally draining. Um, had some personal problems. Have had some familiar issues and stuff like that that I had to be fighting through and it's been a rough past couple of weeks but uh we got through it and we're just kind of rebuilding from where we are now and um and then uh well just last saturday i was in a grueling raw emotional triple threat match where i defended my apw Rotherweight championship against nick pride and bullet bronson where i got a big whopper of a concussion um from an elbow to the side of the temple, and a kendo stick shot to the head. So uh, I was kind of walloped the, the, this past weekend, and so I'm here to do another show. But like I said, I was planning to come back soon, and I thought this week would be the proper week to start back up again. Well, there you go. And our first guest, you're, you're going to like, he's a horror film movie host. Awesome. Okay. And I want to let everybody know that uh, I'm sure that you guys have seen my fa- uh, Facebook page that uh, – well, when I posted it, there was going to be exciting news for the icon in 43 days. I'm not going to let anybody know what it is because I want to have people keep guessing, but there's been interesting guess, uh, uh, guesses for what it's going to be. I mean, some people thought that there's going to be an icon junior on the way. Maybe. I'm not going to reveal that now if that's what it is. I'm going to be in a movie. We already know that. But is there another movie that no one knows about? We'll find out. So... Uh, I believe I posted that last week, so what I got what thirty seven days or so left before I reveal the big announcement, and it's gonna be kind of fun and when I do make this announcement uh, i I know that granny well hopefully granny will be eventually uh, able to come out and see us here in North Dakota. We hope so. I know that Matthias will be in town here, so that announcement will involve you, of course, that uh, you come check things out. Absolutely. That's what I'm doing. So, anyway, let's just wait for our first guest to uh, uh, call in. And we caught up with Granny, we caught up with me, we caught up with Matthias. While we're waiting, uh, you, you got, are you wrestling this weekend? No, actually, this is uh, one more week off, I believe, and then I've got um, next week I'm hitting up, uh, after this one I'm hitting up uh, Dickinson, North Dakota at the Astoria Hotel for EWI Reprisal 11, where I take on Nick the Natural Nelson for the EWI Epic Championship. All right. We're just So when I beat him, I'm going to have two world titles, two heavyweight titles underneath, uh, underneath my belt. And I'm just waiting for you to bring in the hardware. So when we get the, uh, as you can see, Ken installed the uh, the camera. You notice that? Yep, I do. Uh, and I'm sure that our fans, when we start going live, will want to check those belts out. So you can. I will definitely be bringing the belts upon request whenever they want to see them. Because I know that you will be proud of those. And those aren't just something that you just want to leave in the car or throw in the trunk. Those are. Absolutely. It, it represents to me. Well, for an instance of a story, when you're in the professional wrestling industry, you want to be the top guy. You want to be the champion. You want people to respect you, and you want to know that you've got the respect and trust of the promoter of whatever promotion you're working for. Well, when you try to get yourself uh, pushed to the top, a lot of people get kind of annoyed with that, and they're like, 
you got to stop pushing yourself to win all these belts or to get put in these title matches or whatever. And it's like, well, if you're not going to try to push yourself to get to the top and give people ideas that make you that that they want to put you in a championship title match, then what the heck are you doing in the industry? You you you're not you don't go into professional wrestling to be the middle guy. You don't go down there to be the comedic beginning first match of every show. You don't go there to be the mid card. You don't go there to be a joke. You go there to be one of the top guys, and that's the whole thing. And people want to get to the big time, but they got to think they got to be at the bottom first. But you always want to push yourself up to the top. Yeah, exactly. I mean, how many quarterbacks say, "Hey, I'm just going to take a knee every play," or? Uh, I want to get beat in the first round of the playoffs. How many baseball players come up and say, well, hey, I'm going to strike out every time, or I'm okay with, with losing the, the Super Bowl, or I'm okay with losing the World Series? Like, no, you're not. You, you, you want to go out there and you want to win. You want to go there and you want to be the top guy. If it, if, it, if it weren't to happen, well, then so be it. But at least you gave your effort. You don't go there and think that I'm going to lose and I'm okay with it. No, you go there and you say, I want to win. I want to do good. I want to be the top person here. And if I were to fail, well, then that's on me. But if you don't put in the effort, you don't deserve it. Well, I'll tell you what. It looks like our first guest is uh, just about ready, so we're going to take a quick little commercial break. We'll be back after these messages with our first guest, so stick with us after this. So you're outside looking at that ticking time bomb of snow on your roof. A phone call to Elevated Concrete and Snow Removal will solve that problem. They can be reached at 701-866-9018 or Elevated Concrete and Snow Removal on Facebook. Concrete work includes driveways, sidewalks, walkways, approaches, garage doors, patios, and headpads. Plus, they offer decorative or stamped concrete as well. And all estimates are free. Once winter is over, you are ready for any concrete project you have. Elevated concrete and snow removal at 701-866-9018. All right, ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle. we got to get him back before the sun comes up. He is the man himself. He is Count Gregula. Hey, hello. This is Count Gregula. And you're listening to the Attitude Era Monday Live Monday on 89.1 Ken's FM with your host, the icon, the big swing, the godmother of wrestling, Granny Hulkster, and the modern nightmare, Matthias. How are you, sir? Good to have you with us. Oh, I'm doing very cool, very cool. I, I appreciate you having me on the show. It's, it's, a, it's a very uh, it's a great honor for me. Well, we're glad to have you, and I know that you have a long list of shows and stuff that you've been involved in, whether it be television, print, filmographies, all over the place, and we appreciate you bringing your stature to our show tonight, sir. Thank you. Oh, you're most welcome. I, I appreciate it. I mean, uh, I'm glad I could, uh, you know, take this time out to talk to you people. So I know that we have to get you in, uh, back in the, uh, in, in the whatever, uh, in the sack before the sun comes up. We, we don't yes. want you to, we don't, we, we don't want you to melt away. So we'll, uh, We'll have uh, you out here. We've got about uh, 30 minutes here with you. But the first thing I want to ask you is how should we get, uh, address you? Should we count um, Mr. Gregula, uh, Count? How would you like to, us to address you? Oh, Gregula is fine. That's our count either way. All right. So, Count, here's my question. 
I'm going to ask you a few questions. We'll do a roundtable. Then we'll come back to me. I'll ask you the tougher question. But first off, before we do that, why don't you give us a little background about yourself? Then we'll have a little fun with the interview here. Okay. Oh, definitely. Well, uh, I started my thing back in the, the olden days of, uh, like, 1998, which uh, was actually way before, you know, Internet. <laughs> it was the very beginning, if it was even, you know, I didn't have Internet. But uh, when I did the, the character of Count Gregula, it was actually, uh, believe it or not, just a Halloween costume idea that I took to a party that our local horror host, Sven Gulli, did. And I thought, oh, it's a fun thing to be dressed as a vampire. <clears throat> and uh, at the time, I thought, well, you know, this is never going to happen again. <laughs> and then, lo and behold, the next year, I went to another party, and I thought, oh, I'll dress up again as a vampire. But oh, this was fun the, year, the previous year, so I did it again. Then in the year 2000, when I finally got Internet access, I actually created a website called at the time, it was called Greg's Monster Fan Club. It was all based on the monsters and my fandom of that show and the characters. And then I, I kind of wrapped it around the character of Count Gregula as the host of the website. So that's basically the first incarnation of Gregula online. So now, would you say that you like to celebrate Halloween 365 days a year, including leap year? <laughs> Oh, yes, I would say that, including leap year, of course, of course. <laughs> and I'm guessing that when kids come to your door on Halloween, you're probably not home. You're probably out making personal appearances, I would guess. Oh, yes, usually. we There's a uh, parade in town called the Haunted Halstead Parade, and that's usually where we're haunting every single Halloween night. And some there's been a couple we skipped, but that's the majority of it place where we're at now when you when you go out in public you're you're always dressed up as your your persona right you're never out in public as who somebody else you're always the count right well yes for the, well for the most part <laughs> i mean i would love to come out and hang with you one time like when you go grocery shopping and I'd like to see what happens if someone tries to overcharge you. <laughs> you could definitely sink your teeth into that. <laughs> no, yeah. And then they won't do it again, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, the count is our guest here on 89.1 Ken Sam. We've got 27 minutes here with the man. We're going to go, go ahead and do a roundtable, and then we'll come back to me. But first off, let's uh, introduce you to the the godmother of wrestling, Granny Hawkster. What do you have for our guest, the count? We have 26 minutes. Go ahead, Granny. Well, welcome to the show. It's a pleasure to have you on. So what well, is one of the, I mean, what's your favorite thing about your character that you do? I mean, obviously, it sounds like you're a man of many talents with everything you do with your, you know, your costume and your character. And what's your most favorite thing that you've done, you know? with your character, I mean, whether it be an appearance or movie or, or whatever. I mean, what have, what's your favorite thing you've done with it? Well, that, that's a very, <laughs> well, that's a very good question, and actually I, I'll give you a very great answer because my favorite thing I did, which was actually my very first media appearance with Count Gregula, 
was an appearance in Texas, and actually Waxahachie, Texas, if you've heard of that place. Mm-hmm. There's a couple that built a monster mansion from the ground up. It was oh, wow. completely, completely made from scratch to look identical to the mansion, you know, the monster mansion you see on the show. Mm-hmm. And they had Butch Patrick there, Eddie Munster, and Al Lewis, Grandpa, as oh, special wow. guests just, just for that sh- that event. And I was invited because of my, like I said previously, my Greg's Munster fan club site. Somehow it got noticed, and the, the person that was in charge, she was the uh, sister-in-law of the uh, the couple, and they said, hey, you got to come out to this mansion, and we're having a party, and we'd love to have you, and <laughs> it was like the most spectacular thing I've ever done, even to this day, and that's 20 years ago now. Wow, and, that's uh, you awesome. Know, uh, Butch Patrick is a good friend of the show. He's been on our show a couple times. As a matter of fact, his father, his stepfather is actually from North Dakota. Uh, Ken, wow, uh, oh, I didn't know that. <laughs> Yeah, and uh, he uh, Ken Hunt is his uh, dad's name. Of course, passed away. He he's, he was from Grand Forks, North Dakota, and uh, he's been on our show several times. And he's a, he's a great guy. We we love Butch Patrick. Now I'm going to introduce you to another man that uh, would. It's kind of like in your wheelhouse. That's why we call him the modern nightmare Matthias. And I <laughs> bet you guys would have a lot in common. So nightmare, what do you have for the? Man himself, the count, we're on 89.1 Ken's FM, and we got 24 minutes. Go ahead. Well, oops, my mic's not on. Oh. Is my mic on? That, this button is stuck again. Hold on a second. <laughs> this, this happened last week, too. Sorry, guys. Check, check. There we go. Yes, you are talking the man from every woman's greatest dream and every man's worst nightmare, North Dakota's number one heel, current reigning defending undisputed APW World Heavyweight Champion, and soon to be EWI Epic and BZW World Tag Team Champion, Matthias here, also known as the Modern Nightmare. Welcome on to my part of the program. Um... My main question to you, I've got two kind of questions. One's kind of more comedic, one's more kind of an opinionated question. Who would win in a battle between you and the Count from Sesame Street? <laughs> well, I would say that he probably could count higher than me, but I think I could beat him in, uh, you know, strength because he's a little shorter guy, you know, a little tighter. That probably reaches up to my kneecap. So I think I, I think I could get him, but he probably beat me in in the counting part, though. So eh, I'd still say me just by a by a you know short 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 take. <laughs> okay, and then uh, I actually got two more uh, quick ones. So of course, back in you know the earlier days of the movies and the film genres and stuff like that, when horror and monster movies became a really passionate and really strong thing, who was one of your favorite um, actors that got to play uh, Dracula back in the day? Well, I have to say it's it's the the king of all vampires, Bela Lugosi. It's it's got to be. I mean, if it wasn't for Bela, I mean, I don't think any of us would have put the cape on <laughs> he just he just personifies Dracula to me the look the, the the accent everything and I got to meet his son too Bela Jr. 
several years ago, and the biggest compliment I ever received is Bailey himself said, you know, I like your voice, <laughs> and he said it fits the character I play, so I thought, oh, wow, that's like having it from Bailey himself, Junior, Junior told me, so I'm like, uh, now I can, you know, die happy. <laughs> okay. But I'm already on that. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And then, um, as you are probably well aware, um, they had the monster movies, you know, where Count Dracula has the two teeth, and he hits the one spot each and every time, and he was basically this the seducer, the suave, the suave seducer, and where he would eventually lead his victim into where he could get, you know, his his source of blood. Well, then of course, now in these days, you've got movies like 30 Days of Night where these vampires now are just machines that our basic instinct is to eat and get the blood, and they have these rows of teeth, and they're just, they are completely different from how they were back in the day. What is, what is your opinion on the old-style playing of vampires versus the current ones, where it's, it's where it's suave seducer versus complete, um, animal instinct for the new ones. Well, I I much prefer the old school seducer because it's it just feels you have more of a, a power there. The other the, the new the new style is just you know blood guts. You kind of there's there's no thinking to it. It's just animalistic. It just seems brutality. I mean, mm. uh, I don't know. I've always been more of the you know, the less you see, the better off. Use your imagination, and that's actually scarier because you don't know what you're in for if you got to think about it more than just see it in your face. At least, in my opinion. Absolutely, absolutely, I agree. <clears throat> uh, we have uh, the count as our guest here on eighty-nine point one Ken's FM, and we got well, we got plenty of time here. We got about tw- uh, twenty minutes. Now, one thing I do want to ask, Count, is actually one of our fans here in the chat room asked a question. Do you, you don't? Do you really have a pet bat? <laughs> well, we have a few bats actually. We got a whole family of bats. <laughs> but I mean, uh, in real life, no. But but in in our characters in our show, we've had bats. Wow, uh, that, that's got that's got to be kind of freaky. And you know, also on your show, you have a uh, co-host. Am I right? Yes, actually, she's here with me. That's uh, Countess Gregula. Here, say hi, Countess. Hi, Countess. Yeah, see? <laughs> yeah, she's so, been with uh, me quite a while. So now, did she rise to the occasion? <laughs> no, well, I, I think I rose to the occasion, but, oh, that's a different story for a different time. But <laughs> now, when you, uh, actually, now, when you started, when, when you started uh, being a movie host, you know, I... Every it seemed like back in the eighties and the early nineties, it seemed like every town had like a horror movie hoster in a region. Uh where we're from here in Fargo, North Dakota, we used to have a horror film host, his name was Mad Frank. And uh they did a documentary about, uh, about him a couple years back and I'm always known in Fargo as his number one fan. Now, when you go to when you go to different uh, events in your town, uh, how many pro- how many uh, profess to be your number one fan, or do you have several? 
well, I, I hope I have at least one, <laughs> but no, I think I have a few. I know when we do appearances, I've had a few people show up that have been there at previous appearances. And I know online I have a few, you know, strong fans that hopefully they're listening now <laughs> when I promoted this appearance. And, uh, I mean, they're always fun. You know, we always talk and we always have fun and about the old days and what, you know, what our how we grew up with different horror hosts. And I mean, the one here, of course, is Sven Gooley, and he's still on the air, even for 40 years and been going strong yeah. since then. Yeah, I, I think he, I believe in Fargo here, he's on MeTV, which is where people can catch him. Yeah. Now, when yeah. you... Now, when you do your shows and you do your, your movies and stuff and you show them, now, are you able to get, you're not able to get newer stuff, right? You can only get those great classic C minus plus horror films, right? Right, yeah, usually the public domain. Unless, sometimes, I mean, if, like, there's a filmmaker out there that has his own movie, you could host theirs because, you know, you can get the rights directly from the filmmaker which is actually a good thing to do nowadays if you want to show something newer instead of showing, like, the brain that wouldn't die and, you know, all the stuff that we've seen a million times in the past. Well, let me ask you this. There's actually going to be uh, a couple movies that Matthias and myself are going to be in. One is called The Black Tent, and the other is called The Legacy Possession. And uh, in the movie, I play a serial killer. And uh, in the black tent, we haven't we haven't uh, found out what move, uh, role I'm going to play. Uh, we haven't decided found out what the role Matthias is going to play. But when we get those done, maybe you'd be willing to have us uh, come and uh, screen the movie for your fans. Oh, that would be fun. I like that. <laughs> I would like the collaboration. That's that's always the best thing. Helping each other out. I, I think that sounds wonderful to me. Because what I know about the Black Tent is it's a great monster movie, and the director and creator is Scott Hand, and Rod Smith is the creator of The Possession. As a matter of fact, The Possession is a three-part trilogy movie, and part three is already out right now, and you can stream that on all your favorite stuff, uh, all your favorite streaming services. And uh, part one is going to have me and Matthias in there, and hopefully they'll carry on to part two. But... When you're when you're looking for different movies to show, let's, let's say for instance, uh, like the old Blob or whatever, do you have to pay for the rights to show those movies still, or are they just like out there that you can uh, show and then not have to worry about paying rights fees and stuff? Well, like for us, we we're a low budget operation, so we we really have to find the the, the free <laughs> public domain or get the you know get it directly from the filmmaker because like when we we've showed stuff um like my favorite show of all time we've done was with ega with richard keel i think that was to me my mass masterpiece if you if you uh you know pardon the pun but <laughs> because i actually had an interview with richard keel himself and added it to my showing of that movie and i think that was just perfect but see nowadays it's harder to find some of these stars from the older movies to even do that type of thing. 
Well, if someone were to come in the studio with a movie like ours, for instance, now would we have to would we have to dress up, or would we be able to be our normal? Well, uh, there's nothing really normal about myself, as you can probably guess. But <laughs> would, would we have to dress up, or would we be able to come as we are? Uh, it's up to you. I mean, it's always fun to be dressed up, though. I mean, it adds more to the atmosphere, I think. But either way, I mean, either way, it's fine. Usually what I've been doing now, since it's a newer generation watching stuff now, now I've been concentrating on uh, TikTok, doing like the shorts, you know, the short videos too, because I know there's a lot of short attention spans. So I figure, well, the shorts can make it. I mean, that gets your interest better for bigger things, you know. What is your all-time favorite campy horror film? Oh, that's a good question. Mm, campy, campy, let's see. Ooh, that is a tough question. Let's see. Oh, yeah, Countess was telling me, too. Yeah, she reminded me. Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Yes, I do love that movie. That is a really good campy one. And a classic, too. You know, one of my favorites, I, I, well, I'm sure you heard of it, one is, uh, well, actually, there's, uh, there's a couple. One is Santa Claus Conquers the Martians. Oh, yes. That's a good one. That's a really good one. Yes, very good. Oh, I love that one. Uh-oh. Don't get captured in that. Another one is uh, Jesse James versus Dracula. Oh, yes, that's right. I've seen that, too. That is really campy, yes. And probably yeah. probably my favorite one, Dracula's Dog. Oh, now that one you got me on. I don't think that. Who's in that one? Uh, well, I'll tell you. I'd, I'd have to. I'd have. It's been so long since I saw it. In Fargo here, we have a. In in the fall, we always have the. Uh, uh, it's called Grind Flicks. Uh, Grind Flicks Fargo, where they show all the greatest trailers from all the <laughs> all the campy B minus C minus D minus all the way up to F double minus films, you know. And uh, yes. you know, I don't know. I don't know if you if you do any traveling at all, but I think it'd be cool if we can ever get you out here for one of those sessions. I think that'd be an awesome deal for you to do. Well, we, we travel sometimes. I mean, it depends. I've never been to, uh, to to your neck of the woods, you know, another pun there. <laughs> but it sounds like you got a fun, uh, fun events going on there, though, to Fargo. I've never been to Fargo. Well, what would, what would it take to get you here besides uh, uh, a, a pint of blood <laughs> and uh, some other stuff? <laughs> well, yeah, probably some of that other stuff. <laughs> I don't know. Well, it, it all depends. I mean, uh, if it was a coffin and uh, we could travel in it and, you know, uh, have the gas for it, hey, that'd be good. <laughs> or, uh, I don't know. Or, we, or, or we could send a vehicle for yeah, for both of you guys. Uh, we could uh, send vehicles for his and hers. Right, that's terrible. I know that's... <laughs> <laughs> that I know that is just so terrible. But anyway, it's <laughs> I knew Big Swing was gonna play that. He just was delayed. So uh we have uh we have the count as our guest here. We have uh well we have about uh, ten minutes here with our buddy. So if our fans wanted to check out and see so we don't forget to do this, uh 
Do you have a Facebook, an Instagram, a YouTube, a Twitter, a Twitch, a TikTok? What do you got? Well, I got pretty, almost all of that. I have the, my main site, which is count-gregula.com. That, that's got everything on it. That'll have all the links. But I do have Facebook, of course. It's uh, Sam Gregula, my main profile. I got a profile for the show, Count Gregula's Crypt. I got one for uh, TikTok, Count Gregula, Count underscore Gregula. Twitter, Count underscore Gregula. Instagram, same thing, count underscore Gregula. You get the pattern here. <laughs> I don't have Twitch, though. I've never never tried that, so I'm not even sure how that works. But, uh, yeah, and, those uh, are the main. And for those of you who listen to our show on a regular basis, if you go to our Facebook page, Attitude Era, Monday Live Monday, you like that. You go to 89.1 Kent's FM page, like that, do a $10 a month donation to Power of the Tower. We'll get you qualified to win an autographed picture from past guests, current guests, and future guests. Uh, Count, do you think you'd be willing to send us a couple of forgiveness? Oh, yeah, definitely. Sure. I'd awesome. Like to. Now, when you when you decided to undertake this adventure, did you think it was going to last as long as it has? No, not at all. <laughs> I didn't think I'd actually still want to keep doing it, believe it or not. But but it's fun, and, you know, after a while, you're kind of your, it's kind of my whole life now, so... After it's been, it'll be 25 years this year now, exactly 25 years. And I thought so to myself, how? Oh, so I, I, I know it's in the dead of night, but when does your show usually air, and uh, when can uh, uh, fans watch you live? Well, live, it's not on live anymore. Actually, it's uh, we we it's mostly on the YouTube now, where we did our old shows, because now since we we basically kind of transitioned into like media now and now we're more into going to events and reporting at events and making appearances at events. So yeah, it's not like a full, full on show anymore. Like we used to do. Yeah. It's more into clips and shorts like we do. And uh, like I was saying on TikTok and that type of thing. Now, do you think we'll ever get to see like uh, a count DVD where you show the greatest hits of all your stuff that you used to do between uh, between movies and commercial breaks? Ooh, we thought about doing that. I know I haven't done it yet. <laughs> I know I should probably do it. I know the clip a clip DVD would be ideal. I, eventually, I got to do that eventually. And when you when you make personal appearances. Now, do you like? Do you just do like a lot of comic cons? Uh, do you do like? Are you like? Do you like do guest shots in haunted houses? What What is your main 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 appearance platform that you like to do? Well, we we focus on uh, on the horror conventions. I mean, uh, like I'm, we do Days of the Dead, uh, which you probably heard of it. There's one here in Chicago, and I'm. I've since November of 2021, I've been their official Chaosium Showdown judge. So I've been doing that now at least three to three times in the previous past. And actually, we do a lot of comic cons. And coming up this weekend, starting Friday, is going to be C2E2 here in Chicago, and we're we're going to be there. I mean, that's that's a big one for us. What what is the, what is the biggest comic con that you go to? Uh, let's see. I would say it's either between C2E2 or there's another one. It used to be called Wizard World, but now it's called Fan Expo Chicago. And that's in Rosemont near the airport. 
So I would say between those two are the biggest out of the, the two com or the two conventions of all that we go to. Now, uh, and we, we won't spend too much time on this, but you know, of course, you know, we, we went we went through COVID and everything. How, I, I'm sure that affected you, but how did it affect what you were doing? Well, not too much, really, because we devised an idea that I have a uh, a little miniature me, which we call Gregula Jr., and <laughs> we took him to, like, the cemeteries around town here, and we did a little short video. That's kind of how I got into the short videos, of having my little son of Gregula doing videos while you couldn't really be around people anyway. We decided, well... What's the best place to go when you can't be around people? Hey, the cemetery. They don't bother you over there. Right, that, that, is just, that is just wild and wacky. <laughs> but, so, well, it's actually kind of freaky, too, but when you're, when you're, when you're doing your, your, your shows now, you you obviously have uh, you always have a lot of stuff that you have to prepare for when you're doing your shows. When, when do you what goes into deciding what movies that you're going to show and which ones you're going to try and find to show each week? Well, it's usually well, Countess has a lot to do with it too. She's usually the, the she's been our script writer for years. She was the one that was usually puts together all the ideas. I mean, between the two of us, of course, but she's very good at writing. She's, you know, I got to give her a lot of credit for that. I mean, a lot of the comedy, too, we've written together, but she, she comes up with some good jokes. The movies, usually it's something we like or vampire-related. Usually it's got to be vampire-related. It doesn't always have to be, but something that I would think is enjoyable for the most part, and then I would think, if it's classic, then most other people should like it too. So do you, do you think that your, <laughs> so do you think that uh, your fans will have you play Jesse J, uh, Jesse James versus Dracula, <laughs> the Silver Bullet? <laughs> <laughs> Probably, yeah. I'm sure that would be a top uh, choice. So of course, <laughs> that's a fun one anyway, no matter what. Now, has there ever been a uh, a film that that you know, you showed and it, it, you know, you thought it was going to be like really good. I mean, even though it's like really campy, but did you think it was like going to be really good? And then all of a sudden it just like, kind of like fell flat. Uh, hmm. A good question too. Not really, actually. I think every one we've chosen, I, I thought was really, you know, quality for what it is, of course, you know, for a B movie, but it was quality. I, I didn't really see anyone that I didn't didn't like. I liked them all, really. That's awesome. We have we have the count here as our guest here with uh, his uh, co-host. Now, you said you got a, you got a big event coming up this weekend. Is is it all weekend or is it uh, like Friday and Saturday, Saturday Sunday, all day Saturday? What, what's the schedule for you like this week? Oh well, it's all it's all weekend, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. But I think I'm only doing the count uh, Friday, probably, because uh, you know uh, my alter ego likes to mingle in with the mortals too. Sometimes, <laughs> so, <laughs> I figure if I can get it all done in one day as the count, then I don't. I can kind of coast the other two days and just enjoy myself at the event. 
But it, but it is uh, a three big, big three day event, bro. That's awesome. We have the counters, I guess. Here we got about uh, we got about two minutes here left with our buddy here. Now I'll tell you, you know, you have been just awesome, and we do appreciate you taking time out of your schedule. And I know you got to get to bed before the sun comes up, but when uh, we we would definitely like to have you on again because there are. Our chat room is going crazy for you right now, and there's more questions that we, we didn't get to. But we would love to have you back again, and maybe you could bring your co-host with, uh, with you, or uh, she could be on uh, individually. Oh, yes, for sure. What do you think, Thomas? What? You want to go on together or individually? For what? For the show. Yeah, she likes together. <laughs> All right. It works well, either way to us. Please. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, well, I'll, I'll be in touch with you. I do appreciate it. In the meantime, uh, when I'll, I'll get a couple open dates, I know we won't be able to have you on Halloween, but uh, it's something that you can chew on until then. <laughs> okay, sounds sounds like a plan to me. She she likes to bite. I know, I know. Well, we'll talk well, about that. That sounds good to me, as long as it's not an overbite. <laughs> <laughs> oh, never an overbite. <laughs> Well, I tell you what, Chuck, you have been awesome. We want to thank you for being with us tonight, and uh, we will definitely have you on again. Thank you so much, sir. Thank you. Oh, we appreciate it. Thanks for having us, and have take care and good night. <laughs> All right. There's the count, ladies and gentlemen, and it looks like our next guest is waiting the wings, but we need to take a quick little time out, and we'll be back after these messages, so stick with us after you hear from one of our sponsors. We'll be back. The new Wood Spring Suites of Fargo, located at 1090 35th Street North at the I-29 and 12th Avenue North Interchange, is an extended stay pet-friendly hotel with kitchenettes in every room, including a stovetop, full-size fridge, and microwave, plus a big 40-inch flat-screen TV with free Wi-Fi. You can book a room at 701-582-1600 or online at www.woodspring.com. Which brings me to Fargo, rated 4.2 by Trust Score. And we are back here on 89.1 Ken's FM, and we have our next guest, and he is stepping out of the green room, walking down the aisle. He is the best director in Hollywood today. He also stands at 6 foot 4. Ladies and gentlemen, I give you George Zavallis. Hey, this is George Zavallis. And you're listening to the Attitude Era Monday live on Monday on 89.1 Ken's FM with your host, the icon, the big swing, the godmother of wrestling, Granny Hulkster, and the modern nightmare, Matthias. How are you, sir? Good to have you with us. Thank you for being here. Thank you for being here. How are you? Uh, Thank you for having me on tonight. It's it's good. It's good. the weather's getting better here in New York City as it is up and down the East Coast. Well, I wish we could say that here in our hometown. We're still, uh, we're still up to our necks in snow here. So uh, maybe we can send some uh, up your way, and then we'll call it even. We'll take a little bit of snow, but I kind of enjoyed walking outside today with my shorts and my T-shirt. <laughs> Well, now, now but, listen. Uh, now that's that's just rubbing it in there. <laughs> so, anyway, sure is. Have, I'm uh, sorry. No, that's okay. We have George as our guest here on 89.1 Ken's FM, and uh, here's what we're gonna do, uh, George. I will. Uh, I'm gonna ask you a few questions, and we'll do a roundtable. Then we'll come back to me, and I'll ask you the tougher questions. But first off, we'd like you to give us a little background about yourself, and then we'll have a little fun. 
Well, I'm George Zuvalos. I am a Greek-American from New York City. I studied law and government in uh, university. I'm a father of four children. I'm married. Um, I finished college with my bachelor's. I went on to the New York Film Academy and got a filmmaking degree. Then I went on to Lee Strasberg, and I finished off my method studies, at least in the classroom, because those studies continue. And um, I started out as a, a paramedic, um, community-involved. I went into law enforcement and later into deep, deeper investigations. I'm a 9-11 survivor and first responder. And now I'm doing filmmaking and acting. What else is there to say? Uh, well, I think uh, you also have a record. I don't know if it's true or not, um, but uh, there's a there's a rumor that you have a record of uh, delivering over two dozen healthy babies outside of a hospital. Is that true? It's true. It was uh, I think 27 or 28 as a paramedic. That, they that, actually that, most of them delivered themselves. I was just there to put them in a blanket and clamp off the cord. <laughs> and uh, how many of those kids are named after you? At least seven. <laughs> Uh, George uh, Zabolos is our guest here on 89.1 Ken's FM, and we have, uh, well, we have a good 27 minutes with our buddy here. So now when you uh, left uh, being a medic and got into directing, what was the transition like? Well, I went from uh, working uh, for what is today the New York City Fire Department as a paramedic to going into the district attorney's office of Brooklyn and then into law enforcement, of course. And then uh, I did some of the cover work and I have a life, 25 years of street experience. So it wasn't going from being a medic, which was one of my earlier careers, um, directly into law, uh, into filmmaking, but it was a segue uh, into it through different careers that gave me, the emotional memory, the actual on-the-ground-in-the-pits experiences of real-life New York City that's not seen on TV. And sure, they try to replicate it in different films and television shows, but the kind of grit and, um, and drama and also some highs when you have uh, childbirth is is relatively unseen, as it is in every place across the world and in every community. But I bring my experiences to my filmmaking and in my acting. I have a lot to reflect on. Uh, people, that, some <laughs> actors go and they try to act uh, like a paramedic. I was one. Try to act law enforcement. I was one. Un be undercover. I was. Um. It's a, it's a lot different doing it, and it's a lot different acting it. So that's what gives me a little bit of a leg up when it comes to my screenwriting as well. Uh, George Zavolis is our guest here on 89.1 Kids FM. we got about uh, 24 minutes here. I'm going to ask you a few more questions, then uh, we'll uh, do a roundtable and come back to me. But now, when, let me ask you this. You know, you mentioned you know, you've been with the district attorney, you've been a medic, you've been in law enforcement. When you're watching the show and then you see them portray a law officer or someone in the district office or, uh, you know, someone, a medic, 
do you like, that's not how it is, or do you like, oh, that's kind of cool. I didn't think of that. To be honest, the the procedurals or the episodics that deal with this kind of genre of television, more often than not, have um, advisors that help them stay on cue to the mannerisms of um, and the policies, procedures of either a courtroom or a jailhouse or a precinct. So they have it down pretty good. Uh, the medics, too, because if you see, most of the time the medics, they scoop and they run. They don't get much into the minutia of what a medic does, other than they're on the scene, what's expected on a gunshot uh, run or explosion. They're going to have EMTs and paramedics on the scene. They take those roles mostly for granted, but there's a lot that goes on um, when you're actually those people. You know, a really, really good, if you've ever seen Captain Phillips yep. with, um, with Tom Hanks, they used, when they rescued him, real United States Navy medic corpsmen to break down that scene. They were the actors. They weren't paid actors like somebody who went to acting school. They were real Navy medic corpsmen. That's why that scene was so touching, with Hanks acting as a person that's in shock and the Navy corpsman acting very, very methodically to assess the situation on a a person that was going through shock. And that's what made that scene so realistic because real people played their real-life roles as medics, and that usually works the best. And you know you've been in several you've been in several different TV shows. You've been in Bull. You've been in Gotham. Uh, you've been in uh, Evil Lives Here. You've been in uh, just a whole. You've been in the Blacklist. Uh, I mean, just just a whole lot of different TV series. What before before we go to Granny here? What what do you like more? Do you like doing stuff on the small screen on a TV show, or do you like doing the big uh, big movie productions? I'll tell you. We just finished filming the principal photography for, um, and I'll answer your question. Once a week for life is a feature film that I screen wrote, directed, produced, and and I'm a lead in. And we have amazing actors in it. And so I'm giving myself a little bit of plug. It's not out yet because we're in post production. We have amazing actors like John Capellos, who was in The the Shape of Water. He was also in um, uh, the kind of caliber of actors. He was on Weird Science. He was on The Breakfast Club. He was on um, The Umbrella Academy, right? And he has, you know, he was in three different Academy Award-winning films. And you have John Fiore, who was in CODA. And then he was in the episodics in 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 the police shows here in New York. The idea is, I like filming in a way where we filmed 100% on location, which Hollywood does not do any longer because it's too expensive and there's uncontrollable noises and environments that a studio negates. But when you film like in the, in the, in the format of John Cassavetes or um, some of the other directors 
that they film at a location, they move to another location, they move to another location. That's the kind of filming I like to do. Um, As for those of you who don't know, uh, John Caballeros, he's the one that played uh, Car- uh, Carl, the janitor in the Breakfast Club. John Capellos, right. He played the janitor, correct. You know, and, uh, I, I, I... Go ahead. No, I'm sorry. I, I film in a very Sydney, Sydney LeMay, very raw uh, uh, neo-noir in color. Uh, a kind of way that it, it looks, the scenes look are going to look very, very like if you were in the room and, and you were filming with me. Um, it, it's not, you don't see it, you don't see filmmaking like this much anymore. Uh, but, you know, time will only tell when this comes out. But to answer your question, I can play equally as well in a TV studio setting or a Hollywood TV set for a feature or even doing a guerrilla war tactics like hitting location by locations um, to do our film with a small crew. I, I actually prefer it. And the actors that were in these films that I was t- talking to you about also preferred uh, it. We need to take a quick little time out here. We'll be back after this little idea. One second. You're listening to 89.1 Ken's FM, KNNZFM, Holly, Fargo-Moorhead. Independent public radio for Fargo-Moorhead and the Valley. Also on the web at www.kensfm.com. All right, George, I'm going to introduce you to my first co-host. Uh, she's Granny Hawkster, and I know that she loves the blacklist. So, Granny, what do you got? Go ahead. Well, welcome to the show. It sounds like you are a man of many talents, Um, and we're glad to have you on here tonight with us. Um, What has been one of your more favorite characters you've done in the acting scene? Um, It was on a short film that was done on a shoestring budget and pizza. Oh, wow. Where I play a deaf-mute hulk of an individual in a short film called Definitely Soy. I think it cost wow. us $3,700 to film. It's filmed in a very um, Tarantino-esque, Hitchcock-esque kind of manner. Uh, if you know what that is, the way that looks and feels. And um, it, it gave me, it was my first real uh, thing that I was a producer, executive producer on, and I was also the lead on it. But I didn't have one line. It was my facial expressions and my mannerisms uh, because you don't have to talk in order, you know, if, if you know, if you have a very strong mother or a very strong wife, you know, that raised eyebrow speaks a thousand words, you know. Thank uh, you. You, know, you don't have wow. to talk. So that was one of my favorite things I've ever done because um, it was late at night and it was uh, a small group of, of, of filmmakers and, you know, in, independent actors. And that was before I was union. Now I have, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm in the Screen Actors Guild. I'm in AFTRA. I'm in Actors' Equity. Um, but those first steps of, for me were crucial. And then, you know, you get into 
what we're doing now, and that's a, a, a grade above, if that answers your question. It certainly does. That's awesome. George Zavallis is our guest here. And we're on eighty nine point one tens FM and we have well we we have we have plenty of time here. We got uh, sixteen minutes here with our man. Well, I'm gonna introduce you to my next co host, if I can get his mic to work this time, and he, he is the modern nightmare. His name is Matthias. What do you got, Matthias? Go ahead. Well, yes, you're talking to the man from every woman's greatest dream and every man's worst nightmare, North Dakota's number one heel, current reigning, defending, undisputed APW World's Heavyweight Champion and soon-to-be EWI Epic and BZW World Tag Team Champion, Matthias. Welcome on to my part of the program. Now, if I am to understand, um, when Icon initially introduced you, you have also directed films, Correct. The film I'm just that's in principle, finished principal photography. I am a director. Okay, perfect. Uh, so let's let's just take a trip to the past or something like that. And you were given the opportunity to be a full time actor or full time director in jobs of that nature. Which one do you think you would have picked? Um, one or the other. Which one do you? prefer doing uh, nowadays? Well, I'm also a screenwriter, so um, if any one of the three, I'd rather be a screenwriter. Okay. Let's see. Um... <coughs> I know he intimidates you, Matthias. I know he does. <laughs> Sorry, my throat's a little throat's a little dry today. But, um, and, uh, like, as Icon was kind of mentioning, in the same route of when, as you said, you've been, uh, when you watch films like that and you see stuff about, like, paramedics and stuff, you're like, ah, they, you know, they get that kind of wrong. It's like me and pro wrestling, whereas if I go and watch a film about wrestling and stuff and they get it right, it always just kind of kind of gets to me. But, uh, yeah, Icon, you pretty much took all my questions there, so I unfortunately don't got too much to really think about at this point in time. So I'll let you take over, and if I come up with one, I'll wave you down. But you're not going to ask him for a starring role in one of those movies? <laughs> hey, man, I've got a lot of wrestling bookings. i got movie roles coming in. i gotta, I got to kind of even things out a little bit. I can't overbook my plate or else I may make someone a little mad and I don't want to, you know, get blackballed from the industry already after getting my first role. Well, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll have some fun here. Uh, now, let's go back to your movie real quick here, and I'm going to ask you a couple questions about uh, Once a Week for Life. Uh, we have another cast member that's going to be a guest on our show uh, in November, and it's uh, Bruce LaSocia. I'm sure you're familiar with him, right? Absolutely. Bruce, my New Hampshire, Boston, Rhode Island contingent, my New England contingent, no matter even if they move down to Florida or not. Bruce Socia, Jimmy Schertz, Arthur Hughes, Jim Kelly, and people who came in from Omaha and San Francisco, Texas, and Florida all came in to do this film here in New York City. And Bruce, without Bruce's character as Emilio, uh, uh, Emilio uh, Sanchez, he is the lead antagonist in the film, and he, he has a brilliant portrayal. So I cannot wait to hear Bruce's interview because these people are not only my acting buddies, but these are my friends. These are my family. 
uh, we've gotten so close filming, and I, it was my privilege to have them, me as a director, on my set, they gave me the honor to come in and do the scenes because they liked the screenwriting. They definitely didn't come for the money because there wasn't much there, but they came because they liked the screen and they believed in me. So, yeah, Bruce Socia, amazing human being. Same thing with Jimmy Schultz. Well, well, you know, let me ask you this. And I, I understand if you, you, you turn me down because everybody else has, but you have a couple of co-stars on your movie that I would love to have on our show. And I don't know if you have a way to uh, hook us up with them or if you can pass my information to them. But one of them is Daniel Roebuck. I've been a fan of Daniel Roebuck since he was on, uh, what was it, uh, Disorganized Crime um, with uh, him and Ed O'Neill in that movie and also all the different roles that he's played in his, uh, in his career, especially when he was on Madlock. I've been a fan of Daniel Roebuck forever. Would you be able to hook us up with him? Well, you know what? I could suggest it to him. And Danny Roebuck is an outstanding human being. He's also a writer and director. He's not only an actor. I mean, all the days he started out when I saw Danny Roebuck, he played in The Fugitive with Harrison Ford. And then yep, yep, um, yep. We, he just recently, he, he played in, he was Grandpa Munster in The Munsters in right. the reboot. Um, but he does a lot of his own independent filmmaking. And Danny is an amazing um, source of not only knowledge, but direction of, um, he'll say like, this is too verbose, so we need to cut the scenes. And he was a great instant to me. It was an honor to have him as one of the uh, co-leads in the, in our thing. And I, I'll reach out to him. I spoke to him uh, about 10 days ago, in fact, and he's up, right, well, and he's, up and he's, he's doing his filming. Well, what I'll do is I'll send you my number. If you, you know, uh, I mean, you can if you can pass it to him. Either he'll throw it away, or he'll give me a call, or like, <laughs> I don't want to talk to that guy. Um, Danny Roebuck is, is a man's man. He's a man's man. You know, he'll pick up the phone and tell you, "Look, nice to talk to you. If I can do it, I'll do it. If you can't do it, he won't be able to do it. But he will pick up. He'll will call you." I appreciate that. And then the other one, uh, Diana Durango. Diana is a sweetheart, down from Tampa. She's my co-lead. In once a week for life, I can reach out with the Diana and suggest that she does your show. Awesome! I, I would definitely appreciate that. You know, I'm I'm forever in your I'm I'm forever in your debt for all this for for joining us tonight. And uh, don't go away yet because we still got uh, we still got uh, several minutes here left with you. As a matter of fact, we got nine minutes. And for those of you who listen to our show on a regular basis, if you go to our Facebook page, Attitude Era, Monday Live Monday, you go to 89.1 Kent FM page, like that, do a $10 month donation to Power of the Tower. We'll get you qualified to win an autographed picture from past guests, current guests, or future guests. Uh, do you think, uh, George, that you might be willing to send us one or two for giveaways for our fans? Could you slow down and say that one more time? Well, would you be willing to send a few autographs for giveaways for our fans? Absolutely. All right, I'll send you that information on Facebook there. Now, when you uh, you you have a lot of stuff uh, uh, coming up uh, this year, and we do get a lot of our information from imbd.com. So, if this information is accurate, let me know. Don't uh, don't get mad at me or my producer. 
uh, fire IMDb. But the uh, other thing that I found that you've got, you've said wrong is my name. It's Zuvalos. Zuvalos. I'm sorry. Um, it's okay. Well, I, I'll admit I, I'm a, I'm a Norse yet to sound like. <laughs> Uh, let's see, you got a couple other projects coming up. Uh, the Handover, you play Pastor Luke. Uh, Small Minds, uh, All Jokes Aside, you play Matthew. Ashes to Ashes, you play John. Uh, the Stranded Warrior, you play Captain Martin. How do you keep oh, all that? Now, i got to stop you right there. The Stranded Warrior, we're going to be filming in May. That's a SAG mm-hmm. micro-budget uh, contract that we're filming on, and that's from my two friends, uh, Chris Moore and uh, New York Pete, uh, and um, it is an offshoot of whoever likes Battlestar Galactica. It's an offshoot of one of those episodes, and we have true-to-life costuming and storytelling, and um, that's going to be a short that's going to appear in all the Comic-Cons around the country, so stay tuned for that. And I believe uh, Diana Durango's in, in you, with you on that one as well, I think. Diana's in there with me. George Kiriakopoulos is in there with me. Uh, Jimmy Schertz is in that with me. Uh, all of these parties played in uh, Once a Week for Life. Now, do you find it easier to work with the same actors over and over again, or do you, would you prefer to like, work with different actors and actresses every time? It's too early in the game to tell, but I have no problem working with new and outstanding talent. But my core, I plan to keep the same. Uh, Marky Wahlberg does it, and other actors do it, filmmakers. To have your, you can't use the same actors only. You're going to need new talent. But to see these same people in one film to the other, you know who's making the film, first of all. Second, it's always been my contention that you should star yourself in the roles you want to be in and you want others to see you in and that you want other people to cast you in. Because acting is such a, in, such a competitive business. People who want to be actors, there's tens of thousands of actors that are, you know, Screen Actors Guild, and then you have a litany of hundreds of thousands of others who are not union, who are as talented as uh, a union actor, but for some reason never got uh, to be a union actor or don't want to be a union actor. There's some disadvantages in certain localities about it. Some are, you know, well, right-to-work states and uh, people can hire non-union actors. But that's a, a, a discussion I don't want to get into because there's, a, there's pros and cons to everything and it takes us too long. But to answer your questions, I would work with Bruce Sosi again, Arthur Hugh, um, Diana Durango, George Kiriakopoulos, Anthony Congiano, uh, Al Sapienza, John Fiore. Uh, these are names, John Capellos, Danny Roebuck. These are names people, if they didn't haven't heard of them yet, stay tuned because with this film, it's going to launch a lot of uh, careers. That's for sure. 
So if uh, if a guy like me said that I would love to come work for you, and our fans knew this was coming, if a guy like me wanted to say wanted to come work for you, you know, I'll carry your bags, I'll uh, I'll get your coffee in the morning, I'll do, you know, I'll be your whipping boy on the set, whatever you need. What would a guy like me have to do to come work for you? Well, um, usually people who work with me come with by referral, so this way. If the person stinks, I know who to point the finger to <laughs> if the person's not good. So uh, I, my family is of Spartan descent, mainly Spartan and Arcadian. Um, we are responsible for everything that we do and say. So if you recommend someone and they turn out to be a lemon, guess what? We're never going to let you live it down. All right. So you want to come work for me, Scott? To get my coffee? Are you buying? Yes. Yes. Come on down. My next film, come on down. And I don't care how heavy your bags are either. I'll go get them all, you know. No problem. As a matter of fact, that's how I got my uh, a role in uh, the two films I'm going to be in, The Black Tent and The Legacy Possession, uh, because that's what I promised the directors I would do. To get a part, so if that if that would work for you too, I'm fully willing to do that. Well, you didn't ask me for a part; you asked me to get my coffee. Now, to get well, a part, you have to you know anybody can be an actor. You just have to be yourself. Right, That's exactly. That's the trick of being an actor. I am in every acting role that I'm in. What you see is what you get, and I put myself in any situation that I'm given, and I act naturally. And sometimes it works fantastic, and sometimes it just works okay. But that's why you have to keep practicing, going, keep going to classes, keep going to seminars, keep trying to tune your actor's instrument so this way you get outside of yourself and also become more vulnerable so the camera can catch a true moment because nobody likes to be uh, – nobody likes a scene that has force acting in it. It looks fake. Exactly. Georgia's jo- uh, uh, Zavolos is our guest here on 89.1 Kids FM, and we got about uh, two minutes left here. George, if our fans want to check you out and see you so we can do this, do you have a Facebook, an Instagram, a YouTube, a Twitter, a Twitch, a TikTok? What do you got? Well, I don't have a Pornhub, but I do have an Instagram. <laughs> I do have a Facebook. I do have um, a Twitter, which is the least one of mine, and I do have a LinkedIn uh, I don't have Twitch, or although I Twitch a lot. Um, I have these. I use the main, um, the main social media platforms uh, to communicate with people. That's awesome. And I, but, yeah, I like people to check out my IMDb so they can see what I'm up to. All right, and I'll tell you what. You you are a big man too. I mean, you are six foot four. And just, I mean, you you definitely know how to rock a suit. I will say that. I'm not just saying that because you're, uh, because you're on the show. But, man, with, with your stats, I mean, you should have been a wrestler. You could probably take on Batista. No, no, no. Let's not let's not uh, let's not upset Mr. Batista. He's uh, a quite formidable force for a human being. <laughs> I might be a tall man, but he is a strong man. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what, George, you, are, you have been so awesome. I'm glad that you joined us tonight, and we thank you, and uh, we would love to have you on again. And uh, also, if you can hook us up with uh, a few of your cast members, we sure would appreciate that. 
reach out to me in the back end, and let's get Diana Durango. You already got Bruce. Let's try to make it work. All right, and I also promise that um, I'll stop calling you at uh, 2 in the morning. I do apologize. I did that uh, last week. I do apologize for that, but uh, time zones are not my strong suit, unfortunately. Oh, it's all right. And just, just remember, zoo, like in the zoo, velos. Zoo Velos, not Bolos, Velos. Zoo Velos. Right, I've been uh, called Cephalophagus. Well, I've been called everything you can imagine. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, with as big as you are, I don't think uh, people should be calling you names because uh, <laughs> you are a big man. I appreciate that. So I want to thank you I, for being I with us. I appreciate you that saying so, but always remember the smallest thing in this world to make the biggest difference, so size really does not matter. Awesome. Well, I'll tell you what, thank you so much for being with us. You are awesome, and we'll definitely have a hand again. Thank you. God bless. Thank you. All right. That was George, ladies and gentlemen. What a great guy. Uh, big guy, too, man. Uh, I'm sorry I took all your questions there, Matthias, but uh, I thought you would at least come up with something. Yeah, like I said, usually with guests, you always tend to ask the the, the, the good questions at the beginning, and then I'm always kind of strike. find Sometimes I find one, and a lot of times I find one. Sometimes I just get stumped, and I can't uh, – can't seem to find anything. Well, you know, usually I try not to do that, but, you know, it's funny uh, because you and Granny uh, have not been together with me for a while. I've been having to kind of, like, pull the pull the weight, per se, so I've been uh, trying to ask those questions that you guys normally would ask, and I guess I kind of slipped. Yeah, you know, it happens. It's all right. It's all right. So, so what else is going on with you guys? Not much, I would say. Like I said, I um, just had my wrestling event last weekend and got brutalized, and and I'm ready for another work week, and then hopefully I'll be, or when I win the Epic title, uh, I'll be collecting more gold around my waist, and I just contacted a few more promotions that I'm getting more bookings for, so just trying to keep up the wrestling. All right, well, hopefully our, uh, our guest, uh, Unique Monique, will be able to get a hold of us because... She uh, She's calling in on Skype, and hopefully, because uh, our first guest called in on Skype, so we know it works, so hopefully we'll be able to get uh, in touch with her, or else it's going to be a boring final 45 minutes of the show, and we don't want to do that. We don't want to put our fans to sleep, but we will get through with what we got to get through. So, now, you said you're going for another title, right, Matthias? Yes, sir, the EWI Epic Championship. And who are you taking on for that? Nick the Natural Nelson. And you've, you, I think you've faced him before, haven't you? Uh, Nick and I have had <clears throat> a couple of uh, renegades in the ring. We've had a couple of matches before. And um, both of them, well, one of them ended cleanly, and the other one ended not so clean. So this will be our third con- uh, contest against one another, and it's for the big belt this time. Um, I had to go through the Royal Purge to get the opportunity to face him, and so I know we're going to put on one heck of a contest at the Astoria Hotel in Dickinson, North Dakota, and when I win the EWI Epic title and I have that around my waist, I will officially have two world championships around my waist at the same time, and I'll be the big guy for two promotions around the States, and it's it's going to be an excellent feeling when I finally take the big prize from the company that I started with. Well, you know, one thing I've been needing to ask you, have you been wearing your spinner? Uh, yes. Every, uh, when I go to wrestling promotions, I would wear it. Um, it hasn't been stolen yet, 
thank the good Lord. Wait till you come back to Fargo then. <laughs> yeah, no, no, no. I'm going to avoid the Fargo area with uh, with that spinner because a lot of people, uh, I guess, are thieves around the Fargo area, whereas Wisconsin, they respect their champion and they respect me and they will never come near me and or try to touch me. I mean, a few fans tried at a previous show and they learned their lesson. So this show... Nobody tried to reach out and hit me or shove me because if they did, well, they landed on their rear and they got kicked. So, I mean, they learned, and I just hope that I don't have to do that in my Fargo area because last thing I need to do is uh, really injure a crowd member if they tried to jump me. Now, Granny, I think you've got a big event coming up this weekend, don't you? And we know it is wrestling WrestleMania weekend, but you've got a big event coming up, don't you? Oh, yes, I do. I'm at the independent show, Down South Championship Wrestling. And Granny has the honor and privilege of being able to pick up at the airport Saturday none other than Bobby Fulton, who wrestled wow. with Tommy Rogers for many years and as the Fantastics. The promoter contacted me a couple weeks ago and asked me if we were going to be in attendance, and I said we were planning on it because I wasn't going to miss getting to see Bobby again, and he asked me if I would be able to pick him up at the airport. So that is going to be a huge privilege and honor for Granny to be able to do that. So now to pick him up, are you going to be renting a limo or driving a limo or anything like that? Well, I'm not driving a limo, but I am renting a vehicle at the airport when I pick him up at the airport Saturday afternoon. All right. Well, it looks like our our next guest is ready here, so we're going to take a quick little commercial break. We'll be back after these messages, and we'll be back here with a big surprise. So stick with us because this is going to be awesome. As you know, 89.1 Ken's FM is funded through donations by our listeners and sponsorships from area businesses. If your business would like to sponsor Ken's FM and reach thousands of young adults and college students every day, contact us at 218-585-3067 or at info at kensfm.com. Any one of us can help you get your sponsorship started. We have many packages available to fit your budget. So contact us today at 218-585-3067 or at info at kensfm.com. And thanks for listening to 89.1 Ken's FM. Ladies and gentlemen, stepping out of the green room and walking down the aisle, she is the most beautiful. She is the most talented. Her first and last name rhyme, ladies and gentlemen. She is the unique one herself. She is unique, Monique. Hey, hey, hey. This is unique, Monique. You're listening to the Attitude Era Monday Live Monday on 891 Ken's FM with your host, the icon, the big swing, the godmother of wrestling, Granny Holster, and the modern nightmare, Messiah. How are you? Good, Unique. How are you? Hey, by the way, thank you for bringing your lovely accent with you tonight. That's awesome. We appreciate that. <laughs> You're very welcome. You're welcome. As a matter of fact, your uh, your ac- uh, your uh, accent is going to raise us uh, thirty uh, thirty ratings points. So we appreciate that. Thank you. <laughs> Do you know what? I really like your accent, actually. Shall we swap? <laughs> well, there we go. Uh, Unique Monique is our guest here on eighty nine point one Kens FM. We got about thirty two minutes here with Unique. First, before we do this, I'll, uh, here's how we'll do it. Uh, I'm going to ask you a few questions, then we'll go to Granny, then we'll go to the, the Nightmare, and then we'll come back to me. I'll ask you the separate question. But first, before we do that, if you want to give us a little background about yourself, 
and then we'll have some fun with the interview. So go ahead. Tell us a little bit about yeah. yourself. Yeah, so as you can tell, I'm from the UK, born and bred here. Um, I, well, I'm an actress, I'm a model, and I host London Fashion Week. I'm also the owner um, and the founder of the Creative Industry Awards, which is an award show which celebrates the talents of the creatives here in the UK. We have 14 categories ranging from Best Actor, Best Model, Best Designer, Best Dance Choreographer. Um, I have about 15 years' experience in the entertainment and creative industry. Started off as a model, modeling on the catwalk, then I moved on to music videos, and now I, I, I do acting, which I love. So that's a little bit and about was me. That, was that being said, the, the, United, the Creative Industry Awards, now that is just for those that are from the UK, is that correct? It is for now. Um, however, I will be opening it up to the world um, next year. It's quite new. I started it, only launched it last year, um, but it did phenomenally well. Um, we got interest from around the world. I think we hit, I think it was 12 countries in total. Um, so there's a lot of scope um, and a lot of interest in it spreading out to the world. And I think I'll be working with the US first. I have partnered with Victor McGowchan, who is an Emmy Award judge, director and showrunner. He was one of my judges last year. Um, He'll be my judge again this year. So I'll be working with him to set something up in America, for sure. So now, with with that being said, is this this, this obviously a a big night? So do you guys have, like, a four-hour award show that it airs in the U.K.? Uh, would we be able to see it here in the United States uh, uh, somewhere? Yes. So it will be. It was. It was recorded last year, actually. Um, I'm yet to release the footage for that. But for this year, we will be live streaming it as well. It's not going to be until October the 21st, but we will live stream it. So yes, you'll be able to watch it in the USA. And uh, now, do you have, uh, is it like uh, regular TV or, or movie award shows like they have here in the States? Like, you like pick uh, a like local celebrity to be the host, or are you the host? Yes, no. So I actually um, select people to host just because um, um, it's, it's quite a busy night, as you can imagine. So I'm running around everywhere trying to make sure everything's, you know, um, in running order. So I don't host it. I had... A, a speaker and an entrepreneur hosted last year and a model. This year, I will be getting definitely an actor. I can't say who, but I have an actor and a music artist who will be hosting this year's event. Uh, uh, Miss uh, Unique Monique is our guest here, and we're on 89.1 Kens FM. And what I'm going to do here, we're going to do a roundtable here. I'm going to introduce you to my first co-host. Uh, it's Granny, and uh, she is very beautiful when she uh, when she's at ringside and she's all dressed up in her Granny stuff. She'd be a perfect <laughs> presenter for your award show. Granny, what do you got? Go ahead. Well, welcome to the show, and I too love your accent. I mean, absolutely <laughs> beautiful. You. I and uh, I just recently some of my wrestling. Friends who I consider my, part of my extended family just got back from the UK doing some wrestling shows over there. I believe they were in London is where they were at, and or they were in the UK somewhere. I know they did a couple of shows. They're 
So they just got back from doing wrestling shows over there in the UK. So that was pretty amazing for all of them. But um, it sounds like you are a woman of a lot of talented. It sounds like you do a lot of talented different things in your career. Uh, what is one of the most interesting things you've ever done, as, you know, in what you do? Um the most interesting thing that I've actually done, I think, is recently with regards to the acting. We have quite a lot of um, American films being filmed here at the moment. And the most, I'd say, interesting, more fun, um, if I'm honest, was being on set with um, Tom Cruise. Because I'm not sure if you're aware, but he filmed part of Mission Impossible 7 in what we call the Bull Ring. It's a huge shopping centre. Mm-hmm. That was last year, summer. So that was really interesting and fun for me because I actually got to be on set with Tom Cruise, got to speak to him. We got to have lunch with him, which was amazing. Um, you know, as a new actress into the industry, you know, I'm only two years in. So being on set with somebody like that who you've watched growing up, you know, I found that really, really fascinating. I don't get starstruck, never that. Um, but that was really interesting for me. Um, oh, I bet. Yeah, it was crazy. I mean, I know I'm, I'm being quite mellow about it, but at the time I was like, oh, my God, my God, Didn't want to wash my hands <laughs> <laughs> for about a week. <laughs> but, yeah, that was that was pretty awesome. Um Another thing that I, that I found really interesting or fun was hosting. I mean, I host fashion shows during London Fashion Week. We have it twice a year um, in the summer and the autumn. And I really enjoyed hosting one in London because we held it at um, a well-known football stadium, Arsenal. And my family all support Arsenal. I don't know if you watch football in America. I know you have American football. Um, I but that was love really American football. We, yes, we love American football. Uh, yes. And uh, yes. Granny's a big fan of one of these. Touchdown Raiders! <laughs> See, American football is—it's rough, isn't it? It's, there's a lot of barging and pushing, um, so it's, it's a bit different to the football that we have here. But it's interesting. It's fun to watch. I love it. Well. First of all, the Raiders are not my favorite team. Thank you, Big Swing. You you didn't need to play that godly, you know. I am not a Raiders fan because I am a fan of the Kansas City Chiefs, who once again were Super Bowl champions this year. So uh, I love my Kansas City Chiefs, not the Raiders. Just I had to throw that out there. Uh, <laughs> I like that. Uh, we, we're on uh... – we're on 89.1 Kids FM here. We have Unique Monique as our guest here. I, I just love that name. It's like, not, it's not that too often that you can find a celebrity uh, such as your statue to come on our show that uh, has a name that I can actually pronounce. But anyway, uh, Unique Monique is our guest here on 89.1 Kids FM, and uh, I'm standing over on words because she's so beautiful. We got about t- 25 minutes, but uh, I want to, uh, Unique. I want to introduce you to uh, my other co-host. He's the modern nightmare. His name is Matthias, and he was actually wanting to know if uh, during this reward show, if you needed a bodyguard, because not only is he a football player, he's also a wrestler, and he's also a pretty strong guy. So he'd like to become head of your security. Matthias, what do you got? Go ahead. 
Well, yes, you are talking to the man from every woman's greatest dream and every man's worst nightmare, North Dakota's number one heel, current reigning, defending, undisputed APW World Heavyweight Champion and soon-to-be EWI Epic and BZW World Tag Team Champion, Matthias. I'm also a security guard, a football player, a professional wrestler. I'm the man that can do the job whenever it needs to be done. The following announcement has been paid for by the New World Order. Yep, uh, okay, NWO uh, decided to make an appearance. But anyway, welcome <laughs> on to my part of the program. Now, my main question for you to uh, for you would be, yes, would you like a bodyguard uh, to go around and tour the U.K. with and a man that will protect you in any uh, moments necessary? And also, who is one of your uh, major influences that got you into the the, uh, the industry that you're in, was it like a movie? Was it an individual? What was one of your major influences uh, growing up? So my answer to your first question about the bodyguard is yes, please. <laughs> that would be awesome. Um, and my my main influence was Tyra Banks, actually. Um, she, she used to, um, do you remember America's Next Top Model? Do you remember yes. that? Oh, yeah. Yes. To Tyra Banks, if I'm honest, um, I loved how beautiful she was. I love how fierce and feisty she was uh, and how successful she was as well. And obviously, being a woman of colour, you know, it was it was fantastic to see. Um, so she, I say, was, was one of my influences within the public eye. Um, and then outside of the public eye, it was my auntie. Um, again, she was quite, you know, successful. She wasn't in the... Um, creative or entertainment industry, um, but she was successful in her own right, professional. Um, so it was those two ladies. I started off my modelling career, actually. It was a mistake, if I'm honest. It wasn't something that I always wanted to do. But everywhere I used to go in the UK, when I used to go shopping, for example, I'd be asked, are you a model? You should model. Are you a model? I'd get free food and all kinds of stuff. So I thought, this is quite nice. I like getting free stuff. <laughs> so my family entered me into a beauty pageant, um, and I came second. And from there, my career just grew and grew and grew. Um, so I'm doing pageantry, modelling, um, runway catwalk shows, music videos, and then naturally the progression from there um, tends to be acting for some models who want to you know, step away from the modelling world but then still stay within the industry. So it was a natural progression for me. Okay, because, yeah, I was going to say, uh, it was kind of similar uh, as your story for modeling as mine with uh, football playing, except I didn't get food. I got uh, shoved around by a bunch of guys my size. For me, <laughs> I was, uh, uh, just for reference, I am six foot three inches tall. I'm 260 pounds, and I like to throw men about twice my size around a wrestling ring and hit them with kendo sticks, chairs, barbed wire, baseball bats, you name it. So I can take quite a bit of punishment. Uh, just actually last weekend, I was involved in a match where I had a concussion because I took a kendo stick to my my head, but uh, I ended up finishing the match and winning. Um, but anyway, yeah, the same story with your modeling goes to my football playing, except I was in the middle of a workout, and this guy comes up to me and says, hey, you're big, you used to play football? And, and I kind of said, no, I was more of a... I was more basketball, but they asked me to play football, and thanks to me, we became champions, uh, national champions on our football team the first year I played. Um, but anyway, yeah, like um, 
<coughs> excuse me. My next question would be, if you could go back in time and you were to look at uh, where you came and how you build yourself up, is there anything you might have changed um, back then, or would you kind of progress the same way as you have? Yeah, she would have been on our show earlier. Well, that too. Yes. Um, I mean, it's, it's, that, that's an interesting question because I'm half and half of that because where I am today has been based on my networking and the connections that I've made. And those are strong connections and relationships that I've made over the years. I maybe wouldn't be where I am now if I hadn't made those connections, if I hadn't put the work in, you know, as I did. Um, The only thing that I probably would have done differently is to have even more confidence in myself and to probably put myself out there more than I did. Because as much as I am successful and I'm, you know, I'm doing really well, I could have, and I could definitely have done this sooner, maybe. But again, as I say, you know, in this industry, a lot of the time it is based on who you know as well as what you know. And it's a cutthroat industry. And it's something whereby a lot of the, you know, connections that you have in the relationships are built on trust. And that is something that you can build over time. So... Yeah, the only thing that I would potentially do is probably push myself forward a bit sooner for certain opportunities. But apart from that, I wouldn't change anything. That's cool. And we have a unique Monique as our guest here. We're on 89.1 Ken's FM. Now, when you decided to start the show, the, the reward show next uh, last year, uh, and, you know, you obviously were nervous. You didn't know what kind of response you would get, but you obviously were amazed with the response do you expect uh, this show to be even bigger than last year's most definitely um I, I reckon i mean the venue that we're looking at at the moment is double the size that it was we were actually oversubscribed last year we had people turn up who didn't have tickets wanting to you know come in um and you know it only took me six months to put that show together from start to finish from designing the logo creating the name booking the event designing the awards. It was all six months, so I didn't expect it to be nowhere near as successful as it was. Asking me for tickets for the event this year, asking me, you know, if they could be nominated. Um, and it's got some really big, good publicity within the media world here and TV stations. So it is going to be huge this year. I'm really excited for it, actually. Yeah. So now at, at your award <laughs> show, we won't have to worry about any seeing any vests like uh, Will Smith coming and slapping anybody, will we? <laughs> Hopefully not. Will Smith banned from my award show. <laughs> now, when you when you're putting on this event, what is what is your favorite thing about doing the event besides the notoriety and the glitch and the glamour? What is your favorite part about doing this? My favorite part is having the vision of what it's going to be like and seeing it come to fruition. Because if I'm honest, it was it looked and it ran even better than I thought it would. Even though I put a lot of timing and planning into it, it was actually just the whole standing back and seeing everybody networking, seeing my idea come to life, um, and seeing that everybody else is on the same page. And that I also found a gap in the market because it's not just an award show. It's, um, it gives people the opportunity to mentor and to connect, something that I think is really important in this industry and you have a lot of people who are up and coming artists actors models 
clients who don't normally get to connect with people already in the industry. But my event allows for that to happen because I have big celebrities there. But I also have your next up and coming artist and actor and model as well. I actually give them a platform. So there were four performers on the night um, and they are all up and coming artists. So I allow them the platform to showcase their talent to well-established creatives in the industry, which I think is really important. You know, one of my favorite things about watching the award shows is the different dresses and suits and costumes that the people at these events wear. So I'm sure, and I'm sure you can't tell us, but I'm guessing that you have um, a dress that you're going to be wearing that's worth a million bucks, and you're having a uh, expensive uh, UK designer make it right now, uh, or did you design it yourself, or is that not even the case? Um, yeah, I mean, last year I had a I had a dress made by Meg Gardner, who is a, a top designer in the UK. Um, I did have some input on that because she asked me if I wanted a long dress, a flurry dress, what colour I wanted, but that was about it. I didn't really have much any more saying that, but I trusted her and she made a brilliant dress. So it will be the same this year. The designer who I've gone for, I like their style. It's very much me, so I'm quite confident that I'm going to like what they make. Uh, but yeah, it's brilliant having a dress made for you. For you. you know, the best thing in the world, actually. It's really nice. Really good. Well, well, we have a unique Monique as our guest here, and we have, well, we have, uh, how long we got? We got about 14 minutes. Uh, Matthias is going to take over for a little bit. Uh, we need to fire the valet Parker at our station here because uh, we're in a tollway zone. So I will be right back after, after these events. So go ahead, Matthias. And, Greg, you guys take over. I'll be right back. Well, I was going to ask after I did the um – the after the initial question, I don't, I don't remember quick. My, like I said, I got a concussion. Um, so did I ask? Um, okay, so if you were to go back in time, like I would mentioned, I asked if there's anything you do different. If you were to go back and they said you would have, you could only choose one of these things, whether it be modeling or whether it be anything like that, which one would you choose and why? <coughs> Now that I have had the opportunity to work in various areas of the industry, I definitely choose acting. And that's because it's fun, it's versatile, um, and you can, you can be another character, which I really enjoy. I enjoy stepping out of the comfort zone. Um, I enjoy being on set. Um, I just love everything to you know, relate to the acting world. So, yeah, I choose to be an actor, actress for sure, um, over anything. And as an actress, you still get to do commercials sometimes, which is similar to modelling. You still get sometimes, which is similar, again, to the modelling. So, yeah, I choose acting for sure. And is there uh, any future um, act? Like, okay, so I guess I'll ask this now. For me, I like series of films, such as, like, I'm a horror fan, so I like the Scream franchise. I like the Saw franchise. I like a lot of film franchises. Is there any film that maybe will have, like, a franchise later on another order or something or an actor you'd like to work with? Is there any uh, future projects you'd be aiming uh, to work on if you ever got the opportunity? I would love to work with Idris Elba. That is a dream for me. Um, obviously, he, he, he's from London. He's from the UK, um, you know, and I've watched him 
grow within the industry as an actor and become successful. And I think he's a fantastic actor as well. Um, so, yeah, I would absolutely love... I'm actually going to manifest that. <laughs> Five years from now, you'll see him on the big screen with Idris Elba. <laughs> That's the plan. Absolutely, absolutely. And then... Um... If later on down the road, like, I know you said you choose acting for sure, um, would you ever, if you ever got the opportunity to do, um, like, any sort of voice acting or anything like that, would you would you do that? And, like, later on down the road, would you choose that over, like, like camera acting, or would you rather stick with uh, behind the scene or behind the camera in person at all times? Yeah, I mean, I, I do a bit of voice, voice acting, voiceover work, and it is fun, but no, definitely in-person acting would be my choice, um, because you get to wear a costume, you get to be on, you know, multi-million pound sets, you get to network and work with people, it's the buzz and the vibe that you get, I mean, it's long days sometimes, and it can be difficult, but it's the kind of thing that I would do for free, I love it that much, and they always say, if there's something that you would do for free, that's your calling, so definitely in-person acting for sure. Okay, cool. Uh, Granny, is there anything else you got for our guests while we wait for Icon to move his uh, vehicle? No, um, I'm. I think everything's been covered. Really, I mean, there's been a lot of great questions asked already, and I think everything has been covered. On you know, as far as any more questions that I would have. So I'm trying. Okay, um, let's see here. I actually got one uh, now that I think about it. Is there any, like, for me personally, if I ever got the opportunity to, um, I would go to London to look, you know, go into the catacombs. Is there been, like, a specific landmark um, around your neck of the woods that you have not gotten to yet that you would like to uh, go to, or is there any landmark out in the world you wish you could go visit? Um, I'd love to visit Niagara Falls. That is something that's on my bucket list, actually, and the Great Wall of China. Um, yeah, I think I'd love to visit both of those. Niagara Falls, obviously, because of you know the size of it, the enormity of it. It's um, well, it's one of the wonders of the world, isn't it? But you know, funnily enough, although I'm from the UK, there were so many places that I still haven't visited. Like I've drove past. You know, you've got the icons in in London, for example, but I've never actually taken the time to visit it like tourists do, so you've got the, the, the palace, you've got Big Ben. I, I drive past them on a regular basis, but I've never actually been to visit them, believe it or not. Um, so I actually do need to tour London as a city properly. <laughs> I think we take these things for granted here in the UK. Um, you know, you see them all the time, so we don't really tend to take time out to visit these places. Um, so, yeah, I think I need to start with my home city, London, <laughs> before anything else. Um could I ask you a question then? Um, how long have you been in this industry for as a radio host? Um, well, I back when I was in college, I went into communications as my main degree. So I've been hosting radio shows and being co-host on radio for upwards of ten years now. Um, mm-hmm. I hosted my I hosted my own show for for a few years and then I went and co-hosted on podcasts and other radio programs and then um, I've been pro wrestling for 10 years so that kind of you know took precedence or precedence over doing this kind of stuff well then I met Icon 
when I played football for the Fargo Invaders, and he said, hey, I have my own radio show. We talk about wrestling. We talk about sports. We talk to other people. So I've been uh, co-hosting now here for almost a year and a half now, I believe it is. So this is, this is my second hobby, uh, to be able to do stuff like this versus pro wrestling, which is my top, uh, my top priority. Uh, unique Monique is our guest here on 89.1 Kids FM, and we got about uh, eight minutes here left with uh, you, uh, Unique. So, now, you know, you mentioned how long, uh, you'd asked how long that uh, I, I, you know, how long we've been in the radio business. Uh, I've actually, we've actually been doing this show for seven years. Our seven-year anniversary is next week. But I actually, my first day on the radio was actually September 11th of 2001, and we all know, remember what happened that day. And uh, it was kind of like... Uh, you know, it was it was a sad day, uh, you know, for for our country, but it was a happy day for me because I actually started my career that day. I wish it would have been a different day, but it's amazing what you can mark your career with. Yes, very true. I actually worked for an American bank at that time. We had an American bank here in the UK, um, <clears throat> and I remember seeing it on the TV and thinking, no way, this has got to be a movie. So you're right, actually. I was actually in the canteen at the time, and I remember that day as though it was yesterday. Um, very, very sad day, for sure. Um, but you're right, it's amazing how, you know, a certain event can literally print in your mind, and you remember it. Um, I more or less remember what I was wearing that day. Yeah. Wow. Uh, Unique Monique is our guest here on 89.1 Kent FM, and unfortunately we only got... Uh, seven minutes left with Unique. I wish it were seven more years, but for those of you who listen to our show on a regular basis, if you go to our Facebook page, Attitude Era, Monday Live Monday, you like that. You go to 89.1 Kent's Fan page, like that, do a $10 month donation, Bob the Tower. We'll get you qualified to win an autograph picture from past guests, current guests, or future guests. Monique, would you be willing to uh, send us a few autographs for our giveaways for our fans? Oh, yeah, definitely, for sure. I'll do All that. Right, I know Send me the details uh, and I'll, uh, I'll send back. All right, I'll send you the uh, I'll send you that information on Facebook. Okay. Now, one, uh, one one question I I would like to ask you, and I know that uh, you are in the UK right now. What time mm-hmm. is it over there? Uh, how late are we queuing you up, or how early do we wake you up for this? It's four forty nine a.m. in the morning. And it's <laughs> uh, and it's uh, ten, it's ten forty eight here at night. So. Uh, so you're about six hours ahead of us. Yes. <clears throat> so, yes, you are. Uh, but you know, I, I actually went to bed early. I went to sleep early specifically for this show. Um, and I woke up automatically without my alarm at 3.59. <laughs> so I'm, I'm wide awake now. Wide awake. So now you're, you're, uh, you're a makeup artist. Uh, I, I'm sure you have to be in the makeup chair by 6 a.m., uh, your makeup artist isn't going to be upset with us because we're uh, because we kept you up all night, are we? No, 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 no. She'll be fine. <laughs> She'll be fine. I've had my beauty sleep. I've had my eight hours. I went to bed early, so it's fine. I'm actually going to go to the gym after this now because I'm wide awake. How much? Uh, you know, a great pickup line here in uh, here in the states. How much can you bench? <laughs> I can't bench a lot. I can leg press about 120 kg but bent press <laughs> probably about 30 kg not a lot <laughs> what about yourself uh, 
you need more unique suggestions. We've got uh, four minutes here left. So we can do this here unique. If our fans want to check you out and see if you got a Facebook, an Instagram, a YouTube, a Twitter, a Twitch, a TikTok, uh, what do you got? Say that again. You cut out then. My socials, did you say? Well, I was going to say, if our fans want to check you out and see it, you got a Facebook, an Instagram, a YouTube, a Twitter, a Twitch, a TikTok. What do you got? Yeah. The best thing to go on is my my, my um, Instagram. Um, it's unique. I've got a double underscore and then Monique. So unique underscore underscore Monique. And then everything else is linked from there. So that's the best thing for people to contact me on and to find me on. And again, remind us uh, when the award show is and when we'll be able to see it here in the States. Yes, so this year's one isn't until the 21st of October. Um, I have got the footage that I'm going to release on the 20th of April, which is my birthday. It will be on YouTube and it will be on the page Creative Industry Awards, but the link will be on my Instagram as well. That's awesome. And I'm hoping that uh, you'd be willing to join us again. Uh, you know, I, I, like I say, I do apologize for the, the time difference. Usually uh, I get yelled at because I call somebody at 2 in the morning, but 2 in the morning for me here uh, would be like 4 in the afternoon there, so you wouldn't get upset at all. <laughs> no, <laughs> that would be good. Can we do that next time? <laughs> well, uh, we, well, would you be willing to come back and uh, maybe bring some of your uh, – uh, some of your uh, award recipients with you. Uh, that yes, would be cool. That would do that. Yeah, that would be fantastic. That yes, that would be amazing. Actually, we could probably do some kind of collaboration because um, you know I collab with various different um, businesses. Um, we could probably do some kind of partnership, couldn't we? Some cross promotion. That would be brilliant. I could you know give some exposure here in the UK. Connect you with a couple of creatives. Um, that would be great. Yeah. Uh, well, let me ask you this. Uh, if, if we can swing it, uh, do you think uh, maybe uh, uh, you, you'd ever invite Matthias and myself over and Granny uh, to see you in the UK? Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come. You can get some VIP tickets. That'd be brilliant. Yes. What do you think, Matthias, would you be good? Like I said, yeah. I'm always down for a new opportunity. Uh, I've always wanted to go visit the UK, uh, especially go visit the catacombs and stuff like that. So always down for a new adventure. Uh one fan is uh, chanting in the chat room right now. Uh, bring the icon over; he'll probably get banned. And no, I won't. That's not. That's not <laughs> even nice. That's cruel. <laughs> <laughs> well, you yeah, know, you, you could, you could, you could, you could um, potentially host one of the shows one day. How about that? Be nice well, to have somebody from America host the show. Yeah, that'd be cool. Yeah, you and I could wear our yeah. tuxedos, and uh, we could be awards presenters. And uh, I can I, I I can see us now, and now presenting the award for the best picture, two clowns from the United States. It's Matthias and the Icon. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it'd be like uh, it'd be like Chris Farley and David Spade. <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, Monique, you have been so awesome. We want to thank you for joining us and. Uh, uh, go have a great workout and then uh, get some sleep, okay? We appreciate you. Thank you yes. so much. Thank you. Okay. Take care. Bye. Bye bye. Uh, right. Hey, her her uh, her accent is going to raise us up about twenty ratings points in this show, so that's going to be awesome. What do you guys think of that guest? Was that cool or what? Huh? Yeah, it's always fun awesome. uh, hearing new people. 
Yeah, you know, the sad thing is that uh, uh, Granny didn't have to worry about this, but uh, we are going to fire the uh, valet parking guy that's at our studio here because we had no idea that we were going to have to move our cars during the show. But uh, anyway, we we, uh, we got through that. Uh, so next week, uh, Matthias, you're going to be here, right? Uh, I should be. Just uh, If anything happens, I'll let you know ahead of time. And Granny's going to be here, right? As far as I know. All right, because next week is our seventh year anniversary. We've been doing this for seven years. It started out uh, with me and Big Swing, and Big Swing will be on next week. Uh, we might have to hang up on him, but he is going to uh, he's going to be on uh, next week. Uh, so we'll have some fun. Uh, if you guys want to check out to see who we got coming on next week, you have to check out our Facebook page, as should air Monday Live Monday. Uh, as everybody knows, we do not uh, say who's going to be on next week because it's like a wrestling match. What do they say at the bottom of every post from Matthias on a wrestling match card? Card subject to change. Exactly. As a matter of fact, for people that don't care, uh, I actually uh, have went through six different guests for this show tonight. So, uh, so as you can see, the icon is always looking for more guests, even though we are booked up from now until the end of 2024. You never know when someone's going to cancel. You never know when someone's going to get mad at you. You never know when someone has a death in the family, has an illness, whatever it is. If I have to... If I have to come up with something quick, I will do that. So, anyway, we got about uh, 124 here before uh, our theme song plays in the meantime. But, yeah, I just want to say, you know, you guys uh, make this fun every week for me, and I know that our fans like this, listening to us every week for the ones that we do have. And I don't know if you guys have noticed this or not, but our fan viewership has grown tremendously since we started here on 89.1 Ken's FM. And we owe Ken for that. Uh, he has uh, delivered us to the masses, and we are going to keep delivering. So it's uh, we keep going every week, and we're not going to stop. So with that being said, uh, join us next week, same time, same channel, 89.1 Ken's FM, Monday nights, 9 p.m. to 11 p.m. Central Standard Time, 89.1 on your AM dial. And remember, as always, it's not goodbye, it's just good night. Love each other, be safe, care for each other, join us next week. We'll see you all then. And remember, if you can't be good, baby, be bad. Bye. You think you know me?
Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.